Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's the full 40 with Chris, Willie, and Trevor, part of the Nova Insider Network and brought to you by Homefield Apparel. I do have my home field. Trevor was seen in uh, in the game versus UConn last year wearing this, but I also have one. Um, I continue to be the only person who has worn home field on every show this year so i think i should get paid more money for the sponsor i have a bomber jacket incoming i made the mistake of going a size down um because i went a size up when i purchased that sweatshirt and it was too big so i went large and then i was nervous that the jacket would be too big so i went medium somebody talked me into it i got there i i, I couldn't get my arms through it because i'm just super strong i've been check fitting um so I'm excited to come back for my trip and have my replacement jacket in the mailbox. Home field's super easy to make exchanges. Um, just another plug for their great customer service. Um, so I have that to look forward to when I return home. Yeah, no, I just don't have one yet. Um, <laughs> mail, you know, I moved. There's been a bunch of stuff going on. Um, I did order um, another shirt, though, so that should hopefully be coming to my new address pretty soon. But just don't have one. Home field, when you get a vest, we'll talk. That's what, we're, that's what I've been wanting. The bomber jacket's nice. I'm sorry. Like everyone looks great in the bomber jacket, but like only the few, the proud of the selected, um, the 1842 can uh, actually rock a vest. So I love it. I love it. All right. Well, lots to talk about today, right? Wait, uh, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have a new promo code also with home. Yes. Oh, yeah. Point. Can't forget. Yeah. So we changed the promo code. I know it's going to be real confusing for you. Um, it's now promo code. Nova, Nova Insider. Nova Insider for a split second. I was like, uh, <laughs> Nova Insider, um, just to kind of be full umbrella so that the mainline minute and Villanova tip time and anyone else that ever joins the Nova Insider network can also utilize it. And it doesn't always say full 40. I think we like ourselves, but we're not that self-centered. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, plus, plus, we're not even the best podcast on our network. Who, so. who are we to, to, you know, try to make it, it be – irresponsible to try to make something about you and like maybe what your parents did and, and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's mm -hmm. good to just be under the, uh, the team umbrella here. We pay for those who came before us. Exactly. <laughs> that was good. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. That was pretty good. Really. Um, all right. Lots to talk about here on this episode of the full 40. Obviously, since we last spoke, we, we did win a game. We, we beat the Lemoyne dolphins. Um, in a kind of <laughs> I don't think we're going to be talking about that too much. It was kind of pedestrian. It wasn't great. It was it was Pescatarian you know, almost. Yeah. More mammal than anything, but yeah. <laughs> and and then we had the pen game. And a lot has transpired um since the pen game and we'll 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 talk a little bit about that as well. Uh but I think we got to dive in there. I we got we got to get down to business here. Look. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear from you guys. I'm not in a sky is falling mode right now, but I am very concerned. Um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't. Um, I'm I, not because we lost to Penn either. Like, look, they're rivalry games. Like we saw it a few years ago. Um, 
when we when the 2019 team it happened in the year 2018 but it was the 2019 team lost that game also followed by a hilarious social media um, <laughs> outburst. Something uh, but, about Penn just brings us to our knees. <laughs> we lose to Penn at the Palestra. All fucking hell can break loose on social media. Uh, but that all being said, it was the way that we played the game that was really concerning. And, and it was just like this lack of toughness. It seemed like there was multiple players in a fog. I was like, they weren't too terribly focused. I don't really like questioning effort in, from a Villanova team, but I have to be honest in that I wasn't particularly thrilled with the effort. And I think that that, demonst- that was demonstrated by the fact that like with about five, six minutes left to play, it was like all of a sudden it clicked like, holy crap, guys, like we got to get our asses in gear. And then all of a sudden, like we started grabbing a little bit more, a few more rebounds. We started hustling a little bit harder like i I don't want to again i don't want to accuse a team of not hustling i I don't know if it was not necessarily trying hard but like this the zest for playing in the game just wasn't there for not everybody but at least a handful of the players on the team and some of it is and then and then there's another coaching element to it which i don't i just don't think that we did any made any really significant adjustments until it was too late to try and break down the zone. So there's a lot there that I have concerns about because I fear I fear that some of them aren't going to be fixed immediately. Then again, I also say if it was just like a, hey, these guys don't know the big five, a lot of different transfers, whatever, um, I am kind of of the opinion that, okay, well, effort can be corrected immediately. My only concern then would be, why does that even happen to begin with? But neither here nor there. If the effort can be corrected going forward, then 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 so be it. But I'm not. I was not happy at all. No one should be happy um, with that with that performance on on Monday. But again, it wasn't like we went into like Butler a few years ago and they shoot the freaking lights out. It was purely. It was purely. Penn did not play all that well, and had Penn. And had we come back and won that game, it would have been an indictment of Penn to let us win that game. That's kind of that, that's really what I'm struggling with. It wasn't like we got shot out of the building at all. Yeah, I truthfully I didn't get to watch the whole game. I am uh, I'm traveling on business, so I uh, I saw a few minutes of the first half when it was kind of back and forth a little bit. I saw the final score. I saw everything on Twitter. Um, I listened to Tommy's recap on the mainline minute. Great recap. We we outshot them by almost 20, um, 20 more field goal attempts. We forced a good number of turnovers. I think we had 14 turnovers. We had 15 offensive rebounds. Usually those are winning numbers, um, especially it was compared to like six and 10 or six and 12 the other way. Um, I think what you said is right. It comes down to effort and maybe some lack of adjustments that we saw. Penn plays that zone, has always played that zone, will always play that zone as long as uh, Donahue is is coaching that team, it seems. So it, it's nothing new to our scouting report, at least, especially um, with the assistance that we have. Like they they know what they're getting with Penn. Um, so and and I agree, it's it's tough to call out effort and question that. But that seems to be what it came down to. We won some of those hustle categories, but at the same time, like 
the ball wasn't dropping. Um, the Palestra is not haunted. Um, I, I don't know what to really say besides that. I didn't watch enough of the game. I think I'm going to let Willie uh, go on his rant here. I just – overall, <clears throat> it was a poor effort. And I like that's not admonishing the season or anything like that. In this vacuum for that game, it was a poor effort, more or less from start to finish. For being the team that the whole preseason has said that they wanted to be the toughest team on the court, at no point during that game did they show up as the toughest team on the court. Whether it was physically, where Penn was seemingly pushing us around, which was bizarre to see, and then, or even mentally, where there was just like, not that we weren't mentally tough, because we went, we did come back, we did lock in eventually, but like, it was kind of a fool's errand at that point. You kind of knew what was going to happen. Penn had the magic going of like, a lot of like, tough shots were going in, but that's what Slacker does. Slacker takes those tough shots and those hooks and hits those. So for being a team that wanted to be the tougher team, we just, we weren't that. That's not how we acted that's not who we were the whole entire game the zone seemingly confused us to a level that i've never seen us a, a team handle like this before um there were 43 possessions and there were zone defense possessions and i think there was about 20 something of man uh, if i have those numbers right um i'm using this anecdotally i think we got to the middle of the zone in the of the two three zone in the traditional where you have someone flash to the free throw line they face up you put you put the ball in they grab it they face up and then they either shoot pass drive kick whatever it is where they collapse the defense from the middle in the traditional sense we did that maybe six to eight times during the game that i can remember in the first half it was dixon and he just kind of wasn't there like at all i don't know what's going on with eric but he just wasn't locked in the way that he should have been in there and then it was justin and it was a little bit better but we didn't go to it enough to where i felt like it was there was a like gain from it we were able to work our way into the middle of the zone through like ball screens on the which is a weird way to attack a zone regardless but longina was able to get in there uh burton got in there justin got in there but once we got about eight feet from the hoop we were so indecisive, which is what was maddening. It was we'd get in there and we didn't know whether we should go up strong, whether we should jump, stop, and pass, whether we should just shoot from uh, shoot an eight-foot uh, floater. And so we got in there, and you could see just real time the team was processing what to do. I kept uh, in one of my friends' group chats. I kept being on, getting on on Gino's case, which was kind of funny because in the first half he was the guy kind of carrying us, but he missed maybe three to five passes just being like overthinking things. And he made a couple of baskets on it, but he missed Lance Ware on dump offs in the second half. He got to the middle of the lane and then turned the ball over when we had a chance to get, to get the lead and actually have some momentum. That uh, was about, I think it was about what 12 minutes left. And so there was all these plays where you're just like, we're overthinking it. We're not being tough enough. We're attacking just a rudimentary two, three zone. They're disciplined, but it's not like they're insanely long or incredibly fast. So there was just so many things that we did where I was like, I just watched that game and I felt like, I don't think Penn's doing anything great. They weren't like, it wasn't like, wow, Penn's playing really above their heads. Penn's played exactly the way we've expected them to play, as we mentioned, under Donahue, 
for the last eight years. That's what I expected from Penn. And it was like, we were shocked by it. And the fool's gold or the cover up that we sometimes have when we did this in the past is cool. You're going to shoot over the zone and we're going to hit 14 threes. So then it doesn't really matter because we, <coughs> we shoot our way out of it, but we didn't hit those 14 threes and we didn't adjust. Um, and this was the output. I thought we should have gone to the press way earlier in the game to just overwhelm them athletically, athletically. Because once again, this was one of those games where you could see Penn get their confidence in real time. They were confident at the end of the first half. And then we started to take it away from them in the second. And then we just did not, we did not put our foot on their necks. And then Perkins felt it. Slackert felt it. Cam Thrower hit a deep three from about 30. And that's where you're just like, oh, they, and for this moment, they're better than us. They're on the same level as us and they're not afraid. And we lost the chance to do that. So it was a poor effort. And it's a, if this is the team for the rest of the year, there's a lot of bad to come from it. I am willing to say it was just a poor effort and a not good showing. And we'll see where we're at come Saturday or Friday. Yeah, Willie, I I think you hit a lot of the good points there. And I agree. Like, look, again, I don't think sky is falling here, but at the same time, there's definitely cause for concern just based on the just based on the overall effort and the toughness point, I'm really glad you made that point because we've seen rock fights. Like it's not unusual that this, that a game would be a rock fight versus a big five rivalry opponent at their home gym. Like that's happened plenty of times. That's normal, right? Like wait, I expect that when you get into the rock fight though, I ex- like the number one thing that I expect of a Villanova team. And even last year's team at the end of the season had the ability to rock fight and win a rock fight. That game at Seton Hall in Newark was an absolute shit show of a rock fight. And we came out on top. Like I never had confidence in this game once that we were in control of the rock fight. Like, And it was just going to be a, a slog to get through that we were going to win. It never felt like that. It really didn't. And that's because of the toughness. That's because like, on multiple possessions back to back, like so I don't really love calling players out, but like Eric Dixon was getting bodied by freaking guy who looked like he could believably play Super Mario in a in a in a live action movie. Right? Like it, like the guy was it's what he looked like, right? Like the pride of Kellenberg High School in Long Island, a rival high school. It's like the third best athletic program on Long Island. It's not even that great. <laughs> but like it was it was – I'm glad that Trevor's – but, like, it was it was crazy to watch that. And, like and, – and and I do think that maybe an early narrative that we have to talk about is what happened with Eric over the last week. Um, because if I have a pass the fucking ball award, it might be him. And I guess, candidly, he kind of did pass the ball, at least against kind the Kind of board. not pass the ball. Right. <laughs> but, like, yeah. But, like, what, where is – like, what's going on there? Because, like – a week and a half ago when we played our first game, I was like, holy shit, Eric Dixon has like totally leveled up. I was blown away by what he was doing, the way he was whipping passes around, shooting the ball, just everywhere on the court, just out toughing everybody. And then he was, you know, I think the positive angle on the LeMoyne game was that he was deferential to other players because they were taking him away. They were doubling down low and he and he allowed other players to step up to win that game. Against Penn, he wasn't good. Uh, late, I think he ended up with 12. He might have ended up with 12 and 9, 
but that was like there was a lot going on in that 12 and 9 yeah. that was like late game kind of stuff going on to to make it happen it wasn't an impactful 12 and 9 no like, yeah no no and then like stuff like he's hitting he's hitting side rim on on pull-ups at the elbow right like like yeah that happens once like fine like like obviously i don't expect him to hit everyone but it's like he's not even putting it softly on the rim so that someone can maybe go up and put a put back down like it was just it, i just did, i'm just questioning the focus there or, or whatever this and is- we're gonna need eric we're gonna need eric to be to be really to be really absolutely good. need eric yeah. He's he's the key. Um, we were saying a week and a half ago. Um, so disconcerting to see almost regression. Like I can't remember the last time that I don't I don't want to say he wasn't impactful. Um, especially I can't really speak about the Penn game too much, but because he 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 did have an impact against Lemoyne at least, um, and making plays for others and and getting rebounds and stuff like that, setting other guys up. But I can't really think back to a time that he was this ineffective um, in consecutive games. Yeah, I was hoping um, so. to get like a tweet after the fact that Kyle Neptune said in his post game press conference that Ed, Eric's been dealing with a flu bug or, or or some other type of illness because then I would be like, yeah, okay, that's, great. that's what you expect because he is somebody that we've known to be a program guy that brings it every day and he's transformed his body multiple times um, for this program and for this team and just the way that he plays, the way. Um, We've come to get to know him through his interviews and 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 his family. Frankly, it's just you don't really expect something like that two nights in a row. So hopefully, he gets his head back on his shoulders for uh, for Friday. And I think the thing that's kind of like been sitting with me is the multiple transfers and all that stuff. I think people have had a lot to say. Like that's not how you build a basketball team. All that stuff. Um, I think where I stand on that is, I mean, one, that's 100% how you're going to build a basketball team in the NIL era. That's just what's going to happen. Players are going to leave. You're going to have to rebuild with that Um, and not even rebuild, reload. Um, But where I've been noticing is like, I do feel like there are levels of like people still not knowing how to play together in a weird way. Um, And it happens for me almost every rebound with uh, Tyler Burt and like just like Tyler Burton flies around for rebounds. Sometimes he's a little bit out of control, but that's what he does. And if there's a rebound in the area, he's going to be flying to go get it. And what I've noticed is no one's really boxing out for him, which is a thing that like Eric could really be doing. It's like, all right, I'm just going to clear space so that Tyler can fly in and grab this rebound. But instead we're seeing Tyler and like Eric and Justin, which I think literally happened where, those three went for a rebound and then like the ball just kind of dropped out of bounds or like Justin, there was a turnover. I think Justin got a turnover because him and Tyler banged into each other and then Justin hit the ground. Um, so like things like that are, are happening where like, it's just like, Oh, like they don't really know how to clear space for Tyler or Tyler doesn't know. I need to take a step back and just let Justin go get this rebound. And they're still learning each other. And that's like the one place where I'm seeing it happen the most because like, we were, I I guess we we finished with more rebounds than Penn, but like it felt like we were getting killed on the glass. Every mm-hmm. important rebound was get, get going to Penn, and even more so, it was even less about like the rebound, but we weren't securing rebounds. It felt like a lot of the times we were just tapping the ball for someone else to go get it, and no one else was like stepping up and going to grab the rebound. 
So there's just things I want to see us get better at. We have a high major team who may or may not be good. Who knows about how good Maryland is at this stage. But like, Are you talking about us? <laughs> I can also be talking about <laughs> us. Um, who like is – I mean, there's two desperate teams coming in to, to the Finn to, uh, on Friday. So like that's just what it is. And maybe we're slightly less desperate because we're not one and two. But like I don't know. We have, we've already seen the backlash after this loss. I mean, you can excuse losing to Maryland in a vacuum, but like we're no longer operating in a vacuum. At least until we get some buffer, like we're no longer act, uh, operating. Oh no, yeah, we can't go into the bah- we can't go to the Bahamas two and two. Yeah, like it, and then and then and then get Texas Tech, who yeah. who is a team we should beat at least on paper. But, but you lose that game, and all of a sudden you're two and three. It's just like, it's like you could see the spiral happen, just like yep. it happened last year, which is like, it's like, shit. <laughs> it feels a little last yeary too, <laughs> like like eerily. Just uh, like the, just reversing the reversing the dates of the games. Like last year, we started with LaSalle. so we started with a game that we should have won at home, won that game, lose at a big five opponent in a tough rock fight. And then, and then we won versus Delaware state in a game that was like way too close for comfort. And it's not, it's not as egregious. Like we won the first game big. We won the second game technically by point spread big, but not necessarily as strong maybe of performance as I would have thought we would have had against Lemoyne. And then, and then losing a rock fight at a big five opponent. (laughs) And it's like, uh, the first three here, and then we have our gather games, right? Yep. So, like, yeah. and last year versus Michigan State, like, we let up a big lead. We, we gave up a big lead early and fought back, and that was, like, the first Eric Dixon fadeaway jumper to, yep. to force to force overtime or put us in the lead. But, like, that is – that's, like, what I'm looking for. Like, hey, okay, this team wants to separate itself. This is not the same situation as last year. Will to believe it? Friday's prove it time, baby. Yeah. Like you better go out and stomp on the throat, right? Like, like because because I look around and I'm like, okay, like there's nothing big east wise that that's showing that like yeah, Georgetown's had its struggles. DePaul certainly had its struggles. St. John didn't look good on Monday, uh, but they're still getting together with a whole new program and like literally and- all new players. I know the last pod I said I didn't think Michigan was very good. I think Michigan after watching that game, I was like, "Oh, yeah. Michigan may be way better than I thought they were." So, but yeah, but last night it was it was I mean, Xavier kind of hung decently well. I think it acquitted Xavier acquitted itself versus Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, Butler's Creighton been blowing everybody out. Yeah, and Creighton. then, but then like Creighton, Creighton took it to Iowa last night. Marquette was really solid on the road versus Illinois, um, and uh, UConn's been cool in Connecticut. Well, yeah. yeah, UConn's been fine, and then Providence kicked fucking ass yesterday versus Wisconsin. So, and Johnny Davis was Wisconsin, but but they absolutely slaughtered. Wisconsin Is he still yesterday. in college basketball? No, yeah, that's what I thought. I was yeah, like, I was kidding. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, pretty sure the, he's not on the team. Yeah. <laughs> But we absolutely destroyed. Um, they absolutely destroyed Wisconsin. So, like, the Big East is good. Like, the Big East is solid. Like, there's nothing to worry about Big East. So, like, if we're supposed to be 
a top half team in the Big East, and we're facing Maryland, who's off to a bad start. Like, and we're at home, and we would have been favored anyway. Like, we gotta go out and win this game. Like, yep. we have to go out and win this game. And it's at the Pavilion, you know. Fucking the nation guys, Nova starting five. All these guys are going to be going ape shit on on Friday. Like it needs to be brought, and these guys need to be matched that energy that the crowd's going to bring. Because it's like, yeah, is it like, yeah, season's not over if we lose, but like the season gets a little bit really fucking and, weird if we yeah, lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets uncomfortable. It gets it. You just start asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Um. I know I was out here saying we're going to be 10 and one in the non-com. Um, still possible. And you know what? Yeah. I'm still staying with it. We're staying 10 <laughs> and one. I'm going to go with blind yeah. faith, uh, which I always do. No, I don't. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's a, we're at a, it's once again, it's so weird. Cause there's like, it's literally three games into the season, like whatever, it could be fine. But it's just there's a lot of concerning things that like heck if this is the low point this is the like bottom of the barrel cool we'll work our way up and we'll go twenty two and ten or twenty two and nine whatever the math works twenty one and ten whatever it looks like thirty nine and four yeah. yeah maybe yeah maybe it's just thirty nine and one maybe Penn's the transitive national champion um, but all that to say like it's just this is a moment where we. Honestly, this is just the moment where we see who the team is. I think that's just really what it is. Like, all right, you have adversity. You're actually, but you're, you're going home. With, compared to like the Michigan State game, like we have to go to the Breslin Event Center. Um, right, yeah, that's Michigan State. I can never remember. Yeah, Breslin. Michigan, it's yeah. Breslin Center. Yeah. Um, so we have to go to, to Breslin and play them. Like, that's an incredibly tough place to play. We're, we're, we're at home. So there's a chance to like regather yourself win at home, get some positive juju back, and then go play Texas Tech, and then hopefully beat Texas Tech, and then have a chance to, like, make a statement versus UNC. Yeah. Which would be a good chance to make that statement. Um, well, and, and, and to add to that fact, like, you win, on, you win on Friday, right? Like, you have good vibes going out of it. You have some confidence going out of it, right? It's still, like, it's, like, a good couple of days, four or five days of, of prep for tech and like togetherness with the team. We, the teams talk about this all the time. Those Thanksgiving time trips, like, or the preseason trips, or sometimes teams go to like Europe or whatever, like those trips are good for chemistry building. And so with a team with a lot of transfers, like that can help, but I don't know how much it's going to help if we lose on Friday. So, so I'm, yeah, yeah, I think this is a this is a, whatever happens on Friday is going to spiral a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I just I I hate to interrupt, but urgent text from my dad. Quick heart monitor moment: the Knicks are up three with four point seven seconds left with Dante, Jalen, and Josh on the floor, and Dante got called for a five second violation trying to inbound the ball. <laughs> the whole thing it's so, all falling a fucking part. Yeah, yeah hey, it's, pull it's it all together. There. It's all there. Um, yeah, I, I look. I I agree. I don't. I don't think the the world's ending. The sky is falling. Any. I I agree with you. This is definitely a uh, see what we're made of kind of week. Um, obviously, the players aren't happy about the outcome. Like, are you kidding? Like, they should show up angry. Um, Mikhail's going to be in the gym. Mikhail's jersey retirement. Um, that gives us like a plus ten to start. 
on against the Kevin Willis <laughs> team. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, like I said, it's um, I don't want to throw you off topic there, but um, you really want to build some momentum before going away because, as we saw, they uh, a tough Thanksgiving tournament can be brutal on yeah. everything, and and frankly that. If if what happened last, if we get a repeat, then there's serious calls for for job status and and things like that. I don't want to start that conversation again, but um, somebody will. So well, I mean, it was, oh, it was yeah. going on. It was going pretty. It was going on on Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was going hardcore on Monday. It was like, it was an abomination. It was. It yeah. was. People were asking, "What is life, yo?" Oh my God! Yeah, so I guess we could kind of pivot a little bit. Let's we've... talk about the big news. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk we... about the bigger news for so, Monday night. So we unified the Big East through yes, one we did. through one one courageous, generous, super generous uh, Villanova tweeter, um, Xer, whatever you whatever you call it. Um, one uh, his one shining moment uh, galvanized all of Biggie's Twitter to the point I'm seeing our Seton Hall friends are muting the words. I have two degrees from Villanova. <laughs> I'm seeing all sorts of, I, I made several of the jokes today. I, we're all making these jokes about Joey's tweet. <laughs> um, oh Alan, man. Get on it. Like I, this is it, just, I've never seen anything like this before. From it's me. so good. It's such like a, and the way it was tweeted, it's such a copy pasta. Like it's so like, just, it's so good. It, it, it reads exactly like the Nick Castellanos. Yeah. Uh, so for, for our friends who are not on Twitter, to say, there's people who definitely, um, what's going on. there was, I, I'm not going to say it word from word just cause I, I don't want to rehash it. Like, completely and just there was an individual who tweeted something along the lines of you know i have i have degrees from villanova i am you know my family has donated a lot of money to this school and i will not watch another game as long as kyle neptune is the head coach or i will not go to another game and it was then deleted um no, wait, after, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. said this is an abomination yeah this, this is an abomination yeah that was that was the abomination joke from earlier um later deleted the tweet doubled down with some replies to other fan bases who were kind of poking fun at it um we've all been having a great time with it just because you know you have a bad game like that on monday you just want something to kind of laugh about um you know last year we could always fall back on well half our team isn't healthy um this year we have well at least somebody said something really dumb on Twitter that we can all <laughs> kind of look at and, and smile at. And at least that was kind of like the break in our in the storm for us, at least a little bit here at the uh Nova Insider Network. Um I don't it know was, what are, it was it was just fun. It was fun. And, like look. and and look, I you know, I don't have anything personal against the author of that tweet. You know, I I can't imagine what his mentions and interactions are like right now. <laughs> so like I uh you know, doubling down was quite the move, but, um, you know, I, I, I look at what down. Alan Ray said, like, you know, he made a joke of the first part, but, you know, he said, I've, I've played for this team. I, I'm going to paraphrase, but, you know, he played for the team. He bled for the team. He sacrificed for the team and he will continue Almost watching lost an eye for the team. Almost, Almost lost, lost. An eye for the team. 
was victim of a phantom travel call for this team. You know, there, there are so many things that we live with as fans and it's just like, for, for us, at least the, the sickos, the diehards, the crazy people like the, you know, there is a lot, there would have to be a lot to happen for me to stop going to games or. I also don't believe him. Team. I also don't believe him. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, the guy is, totally, the guy is for, what, for I everything. Thank like, you. I will, if I'm at the game on Friday, I'll probably run into him at the door. Um, yeah. And I'll just be like, what is life right now? Am because I right? he is, he is, he's a huge fan. He is. Yeah all year round like and, and like that's a funny thing is like it just was one of those things where it just got like it just got pulled it was a heat of the moment tweet like, yeah look. you care about something so much and and look we've all been there we've all been angry we've all tweeted things and said things that it, you know heat of the moment it's just like i just need to get like you've ever typed an angry email at work and then deleted it kind of thing like you should have just deleted it before you sent it but yeah um this it, is feeling uh, too apologetic. I'm glad they roasted his ass. Uh, come on. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I, you know, at the end of the day, roast. it's yeah. a roast. It's a roast. Yeah, of course. No doubt. Um, it's just like, it's just like, look, I, I don't want to, yeah, I'm not also trying to, like, there's been a plenty of piling on. So, like, it is, it is fucking hilarious. It's, it's absolutely yeah. hilarious. Like, the, the whole way the tweet reads 20. is so good. Villanova and, was trending on Twitter. Yeah, Villanova was all trending jokes about that. <laughs> because of this. Like, I look, <laughs> I'm having a good time with it. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, you know, there, that's just the one that blew up. There are so many ridiculous takes all the time. That just happens to be the one that blew up. And the Big East Twitter, hashtag Big East Twitter, took it and ran with it. And it was very much catching. Villanova fans in a bad light the way it went that it was. What's your what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? Um I gotta I I loved what you had me tweet this afternoon. I have to give credit <laughs> to you. Everybody knows I'm the good morning, good afternoon guy, but um I was offline a little bit today and Chris texted me some some images to put out there. Um some diplomas a picture of two older people, presumably parents, a couple, if you will, donating a $50,000 check on 1842 day, um, you know, and Marvel's abomination or X-Men's abomination, <laughs> whatever, you know, that was pretty good. And I can't take credit for it because it was all Chris, but um, <laughs> there, Brian's was great. Um, Alan Ray's was great. Uh, the DePaul fans. No, the Blue Demon to Jen is like the maybe Blue the funniest Demon guy in the Jen conference. Is so great. And then they went at it a little bit with each other. I, you know, There's, well, that uh, was the double down reply. Yeah. Yeah. That was the double down. Yeah. I'll let you talk with the double down if you want to. No, I, I okay. think I, I'm, I'm being too, My, uh, too apologetic. No, the double down. No, sorry, we have to talk about double down yeah. because the double down. No, is I like, mean, you take it away. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think this is. <laughs> I'm guessing this is about me, and uh, like whatever. But like, I don't feel so bad. And oh, by the way, like, at least I can afford it. You definitely can't. He no said offense. you're broke. No offense. No offense. <laughs> what he said i just we're playing too nice about this he said y'all oh. broke no offense my family could drop 50k i don't no know the guy. i'm sorry to your poor you know, family i'm not just gonna blatantly it's yeah, so good things it's so good have, i'm uh, just saying things that he said no, that's Al internet. in person you're gonna get punched like you know I, I will. I, <laughs> oh man but yeah it's it's 
And then did you see Blue Demon to Judd's response? He was like, it was like, it was my dad like, owns Nintendo. Yeah, my dad owns Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck off, like, like broke ass. <laughs> so if nothing so else, it, it helped us all put a smile on our face. Like, yeah, he's in, he's in Villanova basketball jail right now. But <laughs> my, my favorite one was this uh, hall pass uh, of Seton Hall guy. Um, tweeted or person treated uh it's a picture of it's the bush um, getting informed it's the about bush 9/11. getting in 9-11 news but it's whispering in his ear it says sir he was a multi-year graduate of villanova bachelor <laughs> degrees and masters that entire that meme format always gets me and i saw that and i started <laughs> cackling uh and there's like a tony soprano one <laughs> that's yeah. a really good one too what someone just put out a um it was a dude fan. talking to the girl on the date Oh, uh, that one was good. That one was good. Was, uh, Kevin Pulsifer did someone, that. Yeah. Someone laid it over like that. You know that Hitler video where he's screaming <laughs> in the room? Someone, someone played it over that. <laughs> it's just getting all the From an old movie. From an old movie. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Nova starting five, to their credit. I thought I had it first. Yeah. Nova starting five had it first. Uh, by a good, like, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, beat me to the punch. I just didn't see their tweet. So I apologize to the Nova starting five guys, but, uh, um, but the Nick Castellanos, uh, they, and, uh, that's a drive to deep left field. And <laughs> that's a home run. That's going to make it four, nothing. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to donate to this school again. Yeah. Jay is for Gerald at a Photoshop of like a bench mob celebrating with just his Twitter profiles in for all the, all the team members. <laughs> that one was good. Jay is for Gerald. That was so good. Uh, one of my actually like favorite like sidebars is that like people were like, wait, like maybe he is really rich because how did he donate for 1,842 days in a row? <laughs> 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 I get lost it because it started to come out like no Villanova person was responding to them being like, no, no, no. It's like a thing. It's like our yeah. donor drive day. Like, no, like it was, it was just like them having to figure out like slowly what? by themselves. Like <laughs> what the fuck does 1842 day mean? Um, oh God. It was just. Psychology. Just had one. Imagine your card gets declined while donating to Villanova and bringing Kyle Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! So I, there's also I want to defend Sagatology here for a second. He because people were I saw him. I think he was the first one, at least in Villanova Twitter, to like copy it and tweet it. Um, and so then I saw a bunch of like older Villanova fans getting on Sagatology. Which always case. happens to him. And it always he, happens. He to says him. nobody understands. It's 100 yeah. satire. Yeah, 99 <laughs> uh, of the time it is satire. All of our listeners looking to get in the weeds with Sacatology on Twitter. All of what he is saying is a joke to you. Yeah, do not, (laughs) do not engage. He's never said a serious thing. He was he unless he's talking about food from Cafe Nova. Yeah, dead serious. Sacatology in 2018 when we got blown out by Michigan after. So again, the same year of the Penn 2019 loss. team. Yes, the 2019 team. <laughs> so just be clear because people were trying to call that the national championship team that lost to Penn. The national championship team yeah. did not lose to Penn. The national championship team absolutely blew the fucking doors off of Penn at the Could Jake Nevin Fieldhouse. In the Jake Nevin Fieldhouse, yeah. With weird jerseys. 
Yeah. Yes. I have one. Yeah. It's so <laughs> small, shrunk on it. We have the, yeah. it's the uh, Roly RVM on the back of it. Um, the Villanova was like shrunk in the wash. I ha- I have one at home. Uh, number yeah. six. Also, Thank just you. as an aside, I kind of wish we played a Nevin like once a year. I think that'd be really cool. Even if it was yeah, an we lose a ton of money, we'd have to get a lot more donor don't yeah, donors on eighteen forty two day to make up the difference. <laughs> okay. But um... we should do an exhibition there then. <laughs> um, the the one thing that that on the Michigan game, like just to the sacatology point, sacatology after that Michigan game was like we have to start a conversation about firing Jay Wright. <laughs> it's like literally like yeah. months after which like, is and that's been a long standing tradition of his. Anytime Jay Wright lost a game, any you know any Jay Wright now Kyle Neptune before the games even start, he's saying you have to wonder if this is the last time we see him on the sidelines. <laughs> but it's um. Yeah, just a moment of appreciation for all of you Villanova Twitter people not taking it too seriously. Um, did you tweet that at the Final Four game? Yes, I mean, yes, he did. He did. Okay. He did. Yeah, he was right. He, <laughs> when he was when right. it circled back around, he replied and was like, this is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. I, uh, yeah, I'm just, you just search it and these. <laughs> it's so good. Sacatology was, was my family has donated 51k in parentheses 1k more on each of the last 1842 two days for the last nine parentheses one year more. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, I think we've hit this segment hard enough. Yeah. But yeah. oh, that's so good. I guess I guess the question is though, from like a narrative standpoint, is like, and we asked this question going into the year, and I think it's worth rehashing it is like when we saw the fan reaction and we saw the reaction of a family that donates $50,000 a year, but like, but like truth be told, right? Like this is not a rebuilding year. This is not, no, there's no intent no. for this to be a rebuilding year. This is a year that we were, are high. this is a high expectation year. This is a win now year. Like if you were rebuilding, even through the portal, you're not getting a bunch of last year guys, right? So like no. we have a bunch of last year guys, we paid good money to get. More, we paid good money for all these guys. We got more back. We got Dixon back. We got Burton is in his last year for sure. I think Ware and I think Bomba both have um, extra year. extra years of eligibility. Hart is in his last year. So like this is like a, a win now moment here. So to, like we can't. I don't want anyone gaslighting the Villanova fan base into saying this is some type of rebuilding year. It's not. So like. If we don't make the tournament, I think there's a conversation that will be had about Kyle Neptune. I, I like I, there will like, be conversations had the entire way to yes. leading up to, during, after, and yeah, it. I can't imagine being Baker Dunleavy's cell phone right now. Yeah, um, I I don't think look I don't think there's going to be any I can, I don't care how bad it gets mid season I don't think it's going to turn into no. a mid season firing. I I don't even know how you begin to navigate that. Like, yeah. that's such a messy thing to do in a, at the college level. It's a messy thing to do at a college level. It's a messy thing to do when it's like a family guy, right? Like, so like if this if this doesn't work out, Villanova is going to try and do it in a way that keeps the guy like around. Around might not be the right word, but like like they're not like, gonna they're not just gonna separate ties, t- send him a text message. They're gonna they. This is an institution that does things the right way. Um, and hey, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, the St. Joe's game, yeah, no, um, I, if that situation comes to be, you know, 
there will it will be a, I would hope that it would be I don't want to say graceful, but not you know it's it's not going to be done poorly or in bad taste. Um, yeah, no and I, I can't imagine a scenario barring a legal situation that would happen midseason. Yeah, and just like to get back to the expectations of it all, like we are not wrong as a fan base to expect the NCAA tournament. That's what this team has become when you, when you are entered into the conversation of whether or not we're like, we're not a blue blood and whatever, like whatever. But like when you entered into that conversation of being one of the top 10 to 12 college basketball programs of all time, like whatever you want to call it, I think we're probably a little bit higher, but regardless of that, like the expectation is at minimum, the NCAA tournament, more or less every single year, yeah. even the years that are disappointing for any, like the years that Kentucky or Duke miss it. Like it's a disappointment because that's what it is. Like the expectation is the tournament. I'm not saying that this team, like, like honestly saying like that this team should be a final four team. Like I can like, I can create a scenario where they get there, but like as terms of an expectation, like the expectation for this team in the floor, you we should always expect is the NCAA tournament. And to, to steal what like the Villanova basketball program says is, well, we want to be playing our best basketball in March. The best basketball that we, we that we can play at the end of the year is an NCAA tournament team every single year, bar none. Like that's the level that we should be playing. at. If we're not playing at that level, then we were not playing our best basketball when it mattered most. Yeah. That's just what it And And part of that happening short of winning your conference tournament is playing some pretty good basketball in November, December, January, and February. So um Obviously, you drop games early. It happens. If this is a game that we lose, like if if we play like this and lose to Kansas State or somebody like that, that's totally different. But I think just because it was the third game and the expectations were so high coming off of the first, like we said, yeah, we were the first to say it. This was American. This was Lemoyne. You know, like temper your expectation. We also said, like, hey, I could see a way that we make it to the third weekend. You know. There's, like you said, there's a situation where everything breaks the right way and, and we end up there. But, you know, you got to put the effort in. You got to you have to want it. You have to if the shots aren't falling, the shots aren't falling. It, you know, age old shoot them up, sleep in the streets. Let me let's see how many Villanova cliches we can throw in this. Um, <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> they didn't make shots and they didn't do the smaller things in between missing yep. shots to, to make up the difference. So you need to see a team come back with some energy and some aggression on Friday. Um, I think we can all expect a bounce back. Agreed. Um, yeah. So, so, so I guess kind of what, what, what is your expect? So let's just get into that. Willie, I'm sure you got a, a breakdown for the, uh, for the Maryland roster and, uh, and your expectation on, uh, on Friday night. Yeah. I mean, Maryland's been uh what's the word for it? Bad. Terrible this year. <laughs> um and I don't fully even like they so they played Mount St. Mary's, they won by 15. They lost to our Angelo Brizzy and Davidson uh by three, which like once again, and then they lost to UAB UAB 66-33 or 66-63. All three of those, well, Mount St. Mary's besides Davidson and UAB are like strong mid-major teams they are in theory better than the ivy league teams and maryland lost to them by like three each so like they've lost two close games to teams that they should be um on a neutral floor so like there's that 
of like, all right, is it that bad? That's me trying to spin it properly. But like, there's just a lot of funkiness on the team. Um, Jameer Young is the um, their point guard. Uh, he's shooting 30% from three, obviously small sam- sample size. He's been playing well enough for them. He's going to be the guy who has the ball in his hands the whole entire time. Um, but he's not shooting well off the rim, which he's like, hasn't really done historically because he's 6'1". But it's just like they're putting a lot on him. Um, and then when you like look at the rest of their team, uh, they have Deshaun Harris-Smith, who was actually a what pro- was probably going to be our first uh, recruit for this coming year, but he was probably the first person we lost because of the Jay Kyle switch, um, where we were his final two and he chose Maryland over us. Um, preseason, there have been rumors and like teams, like I had heard, like people like Sam Vecini and people like um, um, other like draft Nick people be like, he, there's actually rumors about, rumors about him being like potentially one and done level because he's a big, strong guard. He can shoot the three. Um, he's been a freshman. He's had good moments. He's had like not great moments, uh, but he's been a freshman. Uh, he's one for nine from three right now. So he hasn't really done it, but like I think we'll see him grow into that. Uh, they have Donta Scott, who is back for another year. Donta Scott, I feel like has been here since like, I feel like Dante Scott played with Mellow Trimble um, and he's been there for a while. And you've seen Dante Scott, big, big man, him and Eric will play. I think they, it'll be an interesting matchup. Um, and then they have a bunch of other players like Julian Reese, uh, Jordan Geronimo, um, who I believe is a Wisconsin transfer, if I got that right, or Indiana transfer. Um, another big man. And then just some freshmen um, and like a sophomore Noah Bachelor that I think are all interesting players, but they're not fitting together. And I think a lot of it kind of comes down to Willard. Um, I mean, as a team, Maryland's shooting 22% from three. They can't really shoot the three. They have like one point guard who like can pass the ball. Everyone else really isn't passing it. They don't, they don't, uh, they turn the ball over a lot. Um, They're not absurdly athletic so it's just like a weird team that's like trying to figure it out um both um davidson and um mount st mary's were able to like really control like the pace and davidson typically is a slower paced team um so we're gonna see um what they're able to do um i'm not even gonna give a prediction just it's a it's maryland they're a high major team they could come out and light us up because that seems to be where, where we're at. But overall, the, this Maryland team has opportunities to be exploited where I think we are – I mean, I full-heartedly believe we're more talented than them. But there's just – there's ma- matchups that we can exploit. And, like, the first thing I want to see is, like, what, whenever um, Jameer Young has is on the, on the floor, it's, like, it's an automatic post-up. Uh, and this might be what we go back to. It's just, like, an automatic post-up in terms of, like – other Jameer Young, the matchup I want to see is Justin Moore get into the get into his post up, TJ Bamba getting into a post up, and forcing Jameer Young to foul, getting him in foul trouble early kind of eliminates like their entire point guard game, and then you're putting a lot of pressure on Deshaun Harris and um, uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, like Jahari Long um, and one of their freshmen to kind of like be the guard to kind of the, the point guards and like Dante Scott like or Julian Reese can sort of do it, but like not really. Um, so there's just this like, and Dante Scott really can't outside of like dribble handoffs. So there's just like this opportunity to really kind of get them in foul trouble and dictate the pace of the game and have it be done to us. Now, what I'd expect Maryland to do just really simply is to play some two, three, 
Now, Willard. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, Willard historically hasn't. Does that done work that, against us? But like, you just. Why wouldn't you? I would if I'm Maryland. The last five days, all I'm doing is what however many days it's going to be since then. I'm just installing two three to try to play that like at least for half the time. Um, because if you want to see something interesting, um, so I'm on Synergy right now. Villanova against the um, actually give me one more second. I gotta find it against man defense. We are averaging 1.14 points per possession, which is really good. Typically, you're looking at averaging one point of possession. That's like average. Averaging 1.14, which puts us in the 97th percentile. Um, Against zone, we are averaging 0.825 points per possession. So below that, and we're in the 34th percentile. So like when it's man-to-man, we've been able to figure it out. When it's zone, which to be fair, has really only been Penn, uh, American played like I think 10 to 15 possessions of zone, and then Lemoyne didn't play a single possession of zone. But against, we're going to do better against man because we can find a mismatch that we like and get things in, then, you know, pass, pass, shoot, drive, whatever, play Villanova basketball. So I'd expect Maryland to be physical and play some zone to just give us that look to see, like, hey, did you, what did you guys work on in the last five days? Because you guys figured out how to flash middle and get there. If not, I think we're going to see a lot more zone and maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe we're shooting over it and we're hitting it. It doesn't matter for this, but I'm expecting Willard to throw some zone at us. Hakeem Hart revenge game. Book it. I don't really know if you can consider it a revenge game if, you know, you grad transfer, but sure. Just wait till we see. Next I know. Um, no, I, I would like to see everybody come back with an edge. Like we said, it's Mikhail uh, Bridges' jersey retirement. Hopefully he brings some uh, added added juice to the uh, to the room. Um, I know Brian's going to be there going crazy. Um, we've heard oh, yeah. from – Brian just goes crazy at the games. Yeah. Brian will be the one with his face painted blue and white. Um, and, uh, no, I, 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 I was confident last – Monday afternoon that this would be a routine win. Um, we'll see what level of effort and energy they bring. Um, if the shots aren't falling, if the shots are falling, then I don't think we have much to worry about. Like you said, there's they're kind of like a one-trick pony, and even then it's like half a trick because point guard isn't really shooting the ball too well. Nobody else can really pass, so I don't know. We'll see. Agreed. Yeah, Ken Palm's got us at five point favorites. Um, That's fair. I feel like it was probably like eight or nine before Monday. Um, yeah, we we fell we we fell way back. In yeah, we we dropped like thirty five spots or something like that in defensive <laughs> rating. Um, yeah, maybe more. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited though. I may or may not be there. I can't remember if I have a ticket or not. But I may or may not be there as well. I would like to be there, but I don't know. Oh right, I have to check for you. <laughs> um meant to do that but yeah well it depends because this is my this is the my version of the michael jordan flu game mm-hmm. that's me why doing, i yeah me doing this we'll, podcast we'll right now. yeah Frontline but, look guys i think from my point of view like that's all i really had um i was hoping to be gloating a little bit talking about okay how does this team fit in with the big five classic that's going to come up like how do we all do that right now gotta see what happens with st joe's yeah we gotta see what happens with st joe's because they beat penn and then if we beat st joe's then it goes to then we're all one and one in our pod and it goes to like net rating or something like that 
Which um, would definitely be us, right? Which we would 100% joked like two weeks ago that it definitely wouldn't go to net rating, and here we are. So hopefully it goes to net rating. Um, I will yeah. definitely be at that game. Um, Going to see the right way dedication and and be up front for that. But. <clears throat> but, but yeah, so I mean, look, this Maryland game is huge. We talked about it at nauseum already here. Like we got to get on the right track here. We have to get on the right track. This has yep. to happen. Um, team's got to show out. Um, it's a prove it game already this early this season, but it's a prove it game about this team's metal and toughness. Um, and so that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. Um, yep. Look, if the shots don't fall, I hope the shots fall because it makes it easier. But if the shots don't fall, then I want to see this team bully Maryland into a game that they're going to win yep. and force the issue. Okay, twenty twenty from Eric. Let's see it. Love it. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. Um, so, so we'll be back. I believe we're on s- this weekend, uh, but but we need to iron out the time, and we want to get back. We want to kind of get on a weekend schedule here. Um, we have a couple of things in the works. I'm working on a pre Big East podcast. I'm working on a St. Joe's preview podcast. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be in touch. We have some potential guests lined up. So we'll uh, we'll get that over um, and post it on Twitter as soon as we can. All right. That's all we have for you today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, let's go Nova.